not everything is a demon. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Pursuing Jesus Podcast. My name is Shane Winnings, and I'm on the road, but no excuse. I got a long drive, and uh, usually I'm flying, so I can't do stuff like this, but I had some thoughts on my mind, and I really wanted to get some more content out there. You know, we've been really busy with travel, uh, with preparing for the kingdom school that's coming up, which again, you don't know, my ministry, Overcomers, is hosting the first annual uh, Overcomers Kingdom Discipleship School. It's in July. It's going to be over Zoom this year. Uh, so you can make it from wherever you live. You can sign up at shanewinnings.com. You can apply to, to join our school and find out more information. We're going to get into identity, gifts of the Spirit, fasting. It's going to be powerful. Uh, lots of uh, question and answer and back and forth conversations and dialogue. So we've been gearing up for that, and just so many things are happening as we also prepare for my son to be born in a couple of months. Really exciting stuff. But today I was thinking about um, how we blame a lot of things on demons. And while demons are to blame for many things, I think one, one thing that can be overlooked or that goes completely unnoticed is that we live in sinful flesh. We live in a fallen world in a fleshly body. Now, as born-again believers, that's no excuse to us because we've been born again. We've been given a new mind, a new heart, and we've been equipped with the power of the Holy Spirit living within us, which is literally the Spirit of God, so that we can always overcome. And Paul writes in his epistles, and he talks about how we should live by the Spirit so that we do not fulfill the desires of the flesh. He talks about putting off the old, putting on the new, put off the flesh and, and its sinful deeds, right? Put off the old man and put on the Lord Jesus Christ. And so there is something to this that we, we need to understand. You know, the Bible says that Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. So the devil was tempting Jesus, but the devil was really trying to entice Jesus' flesh, his human desires. Because by the Spirit, your spirit is not tempted. The Holy Spirit within you is not tempted to sin, to you know, uh, be prideful or arrogant or perverse or or unforgiving or whatever. Your your spirit is not, but your flesh is. And so Jesus, the Bible says, was tempted in every single way, but without fault. His human flesh went through temptation. And Paul says that we have the ability to not fulfill those desires, but we first have to recognize that we're going to have fleshly desires. And just because you have uh, some type of, you know, desire that you don't want, it doesn't mean that you have a demon. And so this episode by no means is like minimizing um, flesh or temptation or sin or anything like that. If you're listening to it through that lens then you're, you've got it very wrong because we must 
crucify our flesh. We must be very hard on our flesh. That is why we pray and fast, is because we're suppressing our carnal tendencies, our human nature and desires, so that we can see clearly by our spirit. And like I said, in the Kingdom School, we're going to really get into fasting. I'm very excited for that. This is what this episode aims to do, is to not just um, paint everything as the devil, and it is also to provide some type of relief through truth for some of you who might feel like you've got some demonic oppression just because, you know, you're being tempted one way or the other. It's because you live in a human body and you will deal with temptation for the rest of your life. The Bible says that the spirit and the flesh are in opposition to each other. That means that literally the body we live in and the spirit that lives within us are constantly at war. Now as Christians, we have the power to overcome that, that sin nature. We have the power to overcome the fallen flesh. And it is by yielding to the Holy Spirit. But I, I want someone on here to hear me when I say, you can breathe out and breathe a little deeper because just because you have struggled with something or you have, um, you know, you've overcome certain things, it doesn't mean that you have some demon. And, and I think this episode was inspired because there are a lot of people out there, um, people that I don't run with, people that I, I don't do ministry with. So, you know, don't think that I'm like trying to talk about someone that I'm close with or people that I do ministry with. No. One, that's not how I do business. I don't make videos about people that I do ministry with. But two, it's important to have discernment because there are people that would have you describe something such as an intrusive thought. Maybe you, you struggle with intrusive thoughts and they would, you know, quote unquote, diagnose you with a demon and say that you need deliverance and while it could be true it could be true that you have a massive oppression in the realm of intrusive thoughts and it's abnormal like it's you know maybe someone with OCD I think that could be a good example if someone had legitimate OCD where it was inhibiting their ability to live life normally like, you know, they had to do things a certain way. You know, I've seen extreme examples where people have to turn the lights on and off seven times or something before they leave the house. Like, it's affecting your life. Then I would say, yeah, you know, maybe there is a stronger uh, oppression here that could be a demonic spirit and it just needs to be delivered. And that's easy for God. It's not anything to be concerned about. But your average person is going to have intrusive thoughts because the enemy is always speaking. And I've done many videos on this, but you know, I've been in the store and I was shopping for fruit and I had a thought to throw a mango at someone's head as hard as I could. Now, obviously I'm not going to do that, but just because I had that thought, I'm not thinking, oh my gosh, I have a demon, I need to be delivered. Like that's ridiculous. I have an understanding and you should as well that there's an enemy out there that he's speaking, he's suggesting stupid things, 
and I don't have to give in to that. The Bible tells us to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Jesus Christ. And so instead of freak out, think I need deliverance, call a prayer team, I can just exercise the Word of God, which is my sword of the Spirit, and I can say, Lord, thank you that that's not my thought. I have no desire to do that. That's ridiculous to me. I love you. I love people. I don't want to hurt anyone. I would never throw a piece of fruit at someone's head like, God, thanks for this day. And, and then I would just begin to honor him. Thanks for loving me. Thanks for sending your son on the cross. All of a sudden, the plan of the enemy to like, whatever it was, has been derailed because I'm now standing in a place of truth. It's actually led me to prayer. It's led me to honor and praise and worship God. And I can guarantee you that if every time you get an intrusive thought, it leads you to prayer, the enemy is going to stop speaking to you in that same way because it's not working. I hope this is making sense. So it's not, it's, it's the same for any other, um, you know, invitation by the enemy that you might have. Let me put a great example to this as I'm speaking this like came to my mind. In order to be tempted, it has to actually be tempting. Like that might sound like a no-brainer, but you have to think about this. Because many of you, just because you're tempted, one, you feel like you've already sinned, and you feel dirty and gross, and two, if it happens too frequently, you might think that you need to be delivered of some demon. Okay. Temptation is not sin. And I feel like I need to say this because I believe there are many people listening that as soon as you're tempted, you fall because you feel gross because of the temptation and you feel like you've already sinned and so you just go ahead and sin. Now, temptation feels dirty because you're clean. I'm going to let that sink in for a minute. Temptation feels gross because you are clean. Think about this. There was a day when I lived in the world and I was tempted to go party, to go drink, or to go do whatever, or to watch a, a movie that was scary or, or had horrible stuff in it. And it didn't bother me at all. I'd be like, oh, that sounds cool. And I would go do it. Now that I'm born again, when those thoughts come, it feels disgusting to me. Why? Because God has made me new on the inside. Come on, who is getting filled with hope right now? Who? The light bulb is turning on for someone. If you're on YouTube watching this, let me know in the comments. Listen, the reason you feel gross when you're tempted is because you are not dirty. You're clean. And so this temptation, this you know, suggestion, this intrusive thought, Maybe it's from the enemy. Maybe it's your sinful flesh trying to rise up. Whatever it is, it's not you. It's not you, meaning you are not your flesh. You live by the Spirit of God. And so when you feel dirty, you should go, Oh my gosh, God, thank you so much that this thought, this temptation, it feels gross to me because I know it's not who I am and I want nothing to do with it. Father, I thank you for making me new. I thank you for cleansing me. I thank you. And this is how you win. This is how you overcome when the enemy tries to get you off track. Because I believe there are many of you 
as soon as the temptation comes or the thought or whatever, you feel gross, you lose identity, you lose sight of truth, and you see yourself as someone who has already sinned. I talked about Jesus in the wilderness. Think about this. In order for Jesus to be tempted, it had to actually be tempting, which means that Jesus' flesh had to want to do it. Like, Jesus' flesh had a desire to do the things that Satan was tempting him to do. Jesus' flesh had the desire to turn the rocks into bread. Jesus' flesh had a desire to throw himself down so that the angels would save him. Jesus' desire in his flesh was to obey Satan so that he could get all the kingdoms of the world. That has to be true because the Bible says that Jesus was tempted, but he was without fault. He did not entertain the temptation. In fact, he immediately casted it down by taking it captive, and he responded to the devil with the truth of the scriptures. Jesus did not yield ever, not once, to any desire of his flesh or suggestion of the enemy, but he lived by the Spirit of God that was within him. He was God. He was man. How do we know he was God? Because the Bible says he was God. Jesus is God. He's the Son of God. He also is God. How do we know that Jesus was fully man? Because he was tempted. God cannot be tempted. Jesus' human flesh was tempted. Uh, there's so many other scriptures, and that's a whole different topic, but to show that Jesus was man. Um, on the cross, he was thirsty. You know, like these things, these are not qualities of God. God God is not thirsty because he doesn't live in a human body. Like this stuff is really simple, actually, when you read it. But this is what's important to know. And this is my encouragement for you guys as I wrap up this episode. Just because you are tempted does not mean that you need deliverance. Just because you are tempted, it does not mean that you are a sinner. Temptation does not mean that you have already sinned. Listen to this, and this is my charge to you. When you are tempted, you are being presented an opportunity. Will you give in or will you overcome? The Bible has charged you, and I charge you again with the words from the Scriptures. Live by the Spirit so that you do not fulfill the desires of your flesh. When you're tempted, don't give in. Don't cave. Hold on to truth. You might feel gross. You might have a horrible thought. Guess what? That's not who you are. If you're a born-again Christian, you are a son. You are a daughter of the Most High God. Begin to elevate truth above your feelings and above what your flesh is doing and the enemy is saying, and I promise you, you will always overcome in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey guys, I hope this blessed you. Listen, if you're looking for more resources to encourage you and build you in your faith, you should check out my nine-week devotional. It's only nine bucks on Amazon. It's called I Will Always Overcome. Uh, you can buy it on my website as well, shanewinnings.com. Listen, while you're there, check out the info for the Kingdom School. It's in about four weeks so you still have time to apply. Also on shanewinnings.com, we've got merch in, we've got hats, we've got shirts, long sleeves, hoodies, like really cool colors. I think you guys will like them. And of course, you could sign up to become a monthly partner. Guys, we need 75 people to commit to $30 a month for us to be sustained uh, as a family 
and as an organization. We recently took a pretty massive hit. One of our biggest donors uh, who supported us for two years, due to financial situations uh, within their organization, they had to stop supporting us, and that was a couple thousand dollars per month. So we took a pretty big hit, and we are not asking for one person to fill that gap, but the body of Christ to come alongside us and help us uh, get back to the budget that we were at so that we can keep doing what we're doing. So bless you guys. You can give at shanewinnings.com. Just click the donate button. Thanks for listening. Comment below what you think, and we will see you guys next time.